0: Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us at Ivypod.com. We are Ivy Podcast on Twitter, Ivy Pod on Facebook, and mail at IvyPod is our email, and you can find us on Google Plus too. Let's rock and roll. here episode 38 hello clayton
1: hi john how's it going it's going good awesome going good we got a busy week this week man
0: yeah we do uh, we got a you lot mean, of action. coming up
1: or? yeah well we had coming up uh we had a busy week last week um we have a busy episode tonight sure we say. do
0: yeah so we're you know apologize to everybody we are sort of on summer hours right yes, now we are uh, That's we, the
1: we, three-week schedule.
0: <laughs> three-week schedule, yeah. We prefer the two-week schedule for our podcast, but yeah, the summer heat, as we explained last time, our computers melted and we had to rebuild them, so right. we're going on a three-week schedule, which works out pretty good. But uh, yeah, so we're here and we um, have yeah, a lot to to talk about as usual. we got some big announcement here locally. Uh, we've got a guest on again. Two episodes in a row. Can you believe that?
1: Yeah. We're working hard, John.
0: We are working hard. So, um, yeah, we got a guest coming on later on to talk about fermentation, uh, lacto-fermentation and the benefits of Mm lacto-fermentation. So, we'll come back with that actually in our next segment. So, that'll be coming right up. Got a few local things to talk about and our usual Tweets of the Week, podcasts, apps, all that good stuff after the interview. So, so we'll start off with uh, the local stuff, shall we? Mm-hmm.
1: Jump in. Yeah, I heard you went to the the first thing I guess it, the DePew boat races, and I'll, I wanted to ask you about this because I thought it was neat. They actually had to do some engineering just to get the the course ready, or however they worked that out. They had to to build kind of a like a, a temporary dam and flood it.
0: Yes, they did. Yeah, so they many, had to. Could you um, tell, or how? how, how I was it? I couldn't tell. I mean, I went on Saturday. uh went saw like like the first half. So we were there, yeah, we we're like noon to three-ish and we saw like the first half of racing. And uh, I've only been to a couple of the races in the past, but I, I couldn't tell you, I, I didn't notice any really noticeable difference. I don't know in how you would car. notice,
1: I guess. I, I, don't, oh. I don't know, but that's oh, neat they, that they were able to do that and they were on it a couple of weeks ago. They started this process.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, you got to give them props because they really worked hard to get it all filled up. And I think they had a great event. Uh, there was a lot of people there on Saturday and (laughs) it sounds like, yeah, it was, it was a good day. weather wise, it was a nice day. It was actually kind of a break in the heat. It was like in the eighties. So it was, it was a really nice day for them. Lots of people, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a nice event. They got carnival rides there for the kids and some games, uh, some good food, uh, and, and some fun racing. I mean, if you like, we talked about, you know, uh, LaSalle Speedway and, and the racing there. Well, this is, this is just as much fun. You know, I, I try to tell people to go check that out. Well, I would say if you didn't get to check it out uh, last weekend, if you, when you get the chance next year or any other year, they're cool. I mean, it's it's fun to see those boats once they get into their formation and they start off uh, and they come around that first bend. It's it's pretty, it's, it's a neat thing to see, especially when they go around that first bend because it becomes a big plume of water. Mm-hmm. And you really can't see the boats because there's water just kicking up all over the place. and. Just to see who comes out of the of this big uh, thing of water is it's just kind of cool. It's,
1: They're amazing machines. I,
0: yeah, I, I all have and,
1: to get out there, and it's pretty sad, but I've never gone, so I I know it's a big deal, and I have to I really should look it out. I look at you know look looking at trying to get out there sometime. I mean, obviously it's every year or so. No excuse, but
0: yeah, me, yeah, very me. good event, very good. It was it was it was a good good time. I was glad we got to go. I don't know. That's about all I got for that. <laughs> okay. okay anything else
1: yeah well, any other local news I, I i think we've we really there hasn't been a lot going on in the area you know drought conditions um there's been a few fires i think the uh, simcoe building in ottawa burned this past week they're still functioning it's kind of like the west clocks deal not nearly as big but you know a lot of the, the business that operates out of there is simcoe they're still uh operating you know they took a day off, a couple days off and now they're operating um there was another structure fire out on uh, 71 heading towards 80 in Ottawa. I don't know. Other than that, I, I don't think there's really been much other big news
0: going slow. Although there will be some big news oh,
1: this week. Right. And that's where I was headed. Do you want to break it? <laughs> I think it's kind well, of it, a big deal.
0: It is for us. I mean, if you're, well, obviously, you know, this show is going to come out, you know, late Wednesday night, Thursday. So this probably, you know, you may have already seen this, but. Uh, Monday's edition of the News Tribune will have some stuff about podcasting and local podcasting, and and I think we're going to be in there. So yeah,
1: because we're one of the few local podcasts, we're not the one and only, as we're discovering. With we, we,
0: even though we said that forever that we're right. the number one podcast, because we thought we were the only podcast. Well,
1: we're the Ivy, we're the main Ivy-centric podcast. But now there's the Illinois Valley Gaming Society, and then just today we came across uh, uh, some WoW, which it took me, I'd say, a solid 15 minutes to know what that meant until it occurred <laughs> to me that it meant, I was like, wow, they must be good because they're the <laughs> WoW podcast. I don't get it. But it's a World of Warcraft, so again, m- more nerdy uh, sort of stuff. If you know what it is, you probably know exactly what it is, and if you're not familiar with it,
0: you probably Oh, sure. Aren't. Yeah, we've talked about it a little bit in yeah, World of Warcraft in the past. We um, did, I think we did, because we, we talked about...
1: I don't remember the episode, but I know we. Yeah, definitely it's did. come up
0: from time to time. But yeah, we discovered uh what at Twizzle Tank on Twitter, and also another one, and he's a he's a, from Tonica, so there's a n- local guy. Also, at Jangasm, I think I'm saying that right. I don't know where she's from, but she's another. I think she's I, from I assume,
1: she's from the area too. actually.
0: Yeah, I assume, f- assume based on the tweet. So awesome! So there are more local Illinois Valley podcasts, and those. Happen to be, yeah, World of Warcraft late related, but, but yeah, getting back to what we were saying, a uh, big thanks goes out to at NT underscore LaSalle, that being Matt Baker, a uh, local News Tribune reporter for, you know, sitting down with us. We had a, we had a fun talk with him, actually. Yeah, I, we I wish we would for about have an hour and a half. It was like yeah, Marin was style. Yeah, we really should have recorded it. It was fun because it was a good, good conversation about local stuff and the podcast and, Ever, just random things we started talking about, so it was good. I uh, appreciate uh that Matt thanks for well actually, we don't know he could completely trash the crap out of us in this article, and we're we're giving him props, but who knows this could be like a really bad article. you know we don't know yet, we haven't read it
1: yeah, you never know like uh well, we're assuming that it's all good, and I think we're I think I don't think we have anything to worry about,
0: but no, I'm just just messing around
2: uh well,
1: yeah, it's. Uh, that's cool though. It was a really fun talk, and it was nice. He's a, a fellow podcast listener supporter. He liked. Uh, he said, you know, he liked the Nerdist, and he definitely listens to WTF with Marin And he listens to. You know, he had a whole host of shows, and I was like, holy cow, he's we're speaking the same language, man. This is good. So he he really being from the area and, and everything, he knew, he knew right where we were coming from, which was really kind of nice. It was a great talk, so. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing the paper and seeing the article and everything. It'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, we we don't have a whole lot else to talk about here before we jump into the big interview this week. Uh, is there anything? Oh, you no, know, I I sent out a Facebook thing about this IO Nine article about the. Oh, what was that? <laughs> Oh, that was my phone. I think. Mine just beeped
1: too. Uh, yeah, yeah. The the Cahokia Mountain deal, or the Cahokia, Cahokia
0: mounds. Yeah, maybe um, I'm just like uh, an
1: ancient civilization in Illinois. I, I don't know how we not. I didn't know about it. Did you, you know
0: I had heard of those mounds, and I had heard of that being in Illinois, but I really didn't know anything <clears throat> about it. So, and I I, I read you know io nine. I check. That's one of the geeky type science fiction. Actually, it's not really science fiction. It's just geeky stuff. Io9.com, uh, and I happened to discover this article that was about the uh, great civilizations that uh, you know were in in the history of mankind. These ten great civilizations that just for no r- known reason they just disappeared. Right. And one of them was the Cahokia Mounds or Cahokia people, which uh, also called the the Mississippians, I think. In the article said, but they, oh, okay. I mean, a huge. It was a you know a large large city you know we're talking six hundred to fourteen hundred A.D. Uh, forty thousand people roughly in this area it was a it was a big place here that in what we now live in here in Illinois and uh, they had pyramids and Stonehenge like structures and it's like I said you know we both kind of were just oblivious to this whole thing we you know may have may have heard about it but didn't know much about it but for whatever reason. They just kind of disappeared. So, mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Very Yeah. Well, anytime you hear about all that stuff, you, it puts everything into perspective. And I find that to be really interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Some uh, scholars of the uh, the Cahokia Mounds may uh, write in to us and say, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Well, we welcome your emails. Mail at ivypod.com. Right. <laughs> right. Anything? So moving on. No, yeah. That's, it, that's about it, I guess. Uh, we're going to jump into – we're going to take a quick break here in a few minutes. Jump so on with kinda,
1: Lewis, right?
0: Yeah, we'll jump on with Lewis. So we're going to get Lewis on the on the Skype call. Let me
1: tell you Lewis. what. I got his Twitter handle uh, just to preview Lewis. We're gonna, what we're going to talk about is the goal here. We'll see how deep we get. But he has a, a product that he's starting to sell at Foothills Organic. He, he makes and sells it there. It's a it's a probiotic orange juice that he makes, and we're going to talk orange about Juno, right? Yeah, Orange Juno uh, from Alchemy Foods. That's what he calls the brand, and his name is Lewis Hobbin. He's from Ottawa. I, he's actually a fellow coworker. I work alongside with this guy, and he's uh, you know, about our age, John. I think he's about around thirty. And you can you can follow him on Twitter at at the Statinist, t h e s t a t a n i s t, cool and uh, you know, he's got he's got a really interesting perspective. He has, you know, he's been through a lot, I guess you'd say. Um, and he's just kind of he he takes it upon himself to find the information and and do the things he does. So it's, he's in it. It in in interesting cat. So we'll see where this interview takes us.
0: But yeah, it's gonna be a lot. You know, we'll try to get it into the idea of uh, you know, this fermentation. I'm reading it here off the doc. Fermentation is a simple and natural process used by many ancient cultures to preserve food promote good digestion, and improve health. So it's going to be a lot about that kind of stuff.
1: And so it's like the probiotic thing like you're seeing on a lot of commercials and stuff for foods that are being promoted based on this idea of being a probiotic culture, help regulate your digestive system, immune health. And he actually has figured out a way to do it at home, and he actually makes this stuff at at the Foothills place and bottles it and sells it right there. It's pretty neat. So. yeah
0: and we got to we got to drink some so
1: yeah we can give it the thumbs up
0: i i was surprised i really liked it i, mean, I shouldn't say i'm surprised that's rude to say but um <laughs> i really it was i i enjoyed it i thought it was really good i'm gonna have to go get some support the cause but yeah let's uh let's go let's try to get them on yeah. shall we yes all right let's uh let me hear let me uh you hear that yeah that's, that's me need, working you're dialing them up I'm working hard on my keyboard. Okay, yep, here we in go. In that tin can right <laughs> up to the window. <laughs> okay, yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we are back, everybody, and as promised, we are coming this week with another guest. So, uh, yeah, Clayton, take it away.
1: Yeah, this week we we kind of previewed it two episodes ago. We have a special guest on. Oh yeah, health food and whatnot. His name's Lewis Hobbin. Um, What's up, guys? And hello, he, he's here to.
2: I don't can, know if you're I... here to
1: promote anything, but you're here to you know. We're gonna talk about some stuff. You're gonna educate what? us.
2: i definitely like to talk about this stuff. Yes.
1: So, Lewis, he is uh, the producer of a orange juice, a probiotic orange juice that he actually makes and sells at the Foothills Organic Store in Utica.
2: I actually make it there, too.
1: Right. That's what I said. I said, you make and sell.
2: Sure. (laughs) Well,
0: it's... Get it right
1: i tomorrow. mean they're
2: they're good people, <laughs> I like hanging out with them guys up there right
1: sure. i I've heard good things and we've we've actually we tried the o j yesterday got good reviews but
2: um, yeah
0: I did enjoy that i, I it was huh? uh i was i was skeptical i gotta tell you i was uh i didn't think I was going to like it just because after hearing you know you just hear about the process a little bit i get, got a little bit spooked but
2: well I, I i tell you i'll tell you this though john it, not to uh cause a uh <laughs> the Hindenburg, right? No, no. Yeah. I, uh, well, I mean, the nature of this stuff is is not uniform, and you know, the the nature of like Coca Cola and all these corporations, they dictate, you know, everything's got to be the same.
1: But, so, but this, so you're saying every batch could be different? Is is a little bit different, right?
2: It could be different, but it's the composition is the same for sure. Right. right. Well, the but nature
1: I, of fermenting food is is such that. Giving the environment of the you know, the air temperature or just the the cultures that you put in there it could vary, right?
2: Uh, I mean, can you apply that idea to beer? Is is all the beer you ever drink always the same?
1: No. We used to drink skunky Budweiser, you remember that, John? <laughs> yeah, me <baby>. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and
2: it wasn't too bad, right? It's just
1: At the time it was. I mean
2: <laughs> we were young, we didn't
0: know what was going on. <laughs> right.
1: But so here we are. So we yeah. We well, got,
2: Ted, got...
0: let's take 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 a step back here. First. Right. So, so, so we um, what is it? What is the process here? Lacto fermentation or something like that? And yeah.
2: Well, uh, it's sort of like a worm farm or any kind of domesticate. Some... Is that a bad word again? Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I'm really a good promoter, aren't I? Yeah. But, you're uh...
1: Like well, I make my own juice. It's kind of like a worm farm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But well, what, anyway, how do you start it? I mean, so you have to start a culture, right?
2: You have a, a population of bacteria, and they're always looking for sugars. They're always looking for carbohydrates to eat, you know. And when they do that, when they when they break down these sugars, they uh, exhale, I guess you'd call it, CO2. So all this free CO2 is sitting in the water, in, in the liquid. And if you have it chilled, it's going to carbonate. It's going to... You know, this was natural carbonation. That's how yeast do it too. I mean, that's how fizzy orange juice in your refrigerator on a, you know, that's old does it. Although my process is that I actually know what these strains are doing. And I know that they're not any sort of foreign invader or or kind of bad probiotics. I know that they're good for you because I've cultured them from a probiotic strain, a probiotic pill that that you get in the store
0: and i've seen i've seen uh you know looking into this a little bit i've i've saw it's kind of like a two stage process where you first the it's like the bad bacteria gets weeded out and then the good bacteria takes over or is it something like
2: that well i mean i'll say that there's more good bacteria than there are bad and yeah it's a highly competitive environment for sure cuz i mean if you you talk about uh penicillin you know that's the most competitive bacteria that has a wide range of anti, what do they call it? antibiotic? Yeah, mm-hmm. antibiotics, right? And that's sure. made by penicillin that kills a wide spectrum of bacteria. But like even the the what they put out inhibits a, a, a pretty good spectrum too. But it, they're always, I mean, no new culture can can get into liquid if they if there's no nothing to feed it basically. So and they these, feed on the sugar, right? Well, I, what I'm saying is that. The lactobacillac bacteria, they they have a foothold in the sugar first, so they have the best chance of, of staying in there and putting out antibiotics that inhibit the growth of bad shit. Okay. Basically, um, my mentality about it. And that's the same way your stomach works, too. If you have good bacteria in your stomach, it's going to help you prevent bad bacterial growth and get you know, some wild stuff in there. So I that's mean,
0: that's part of why they, I know looking at this, I was trying to find some things on the web that said, you know, maybe some bad things about this whole process, but I was really hard pressed to find anything. Everything seemed to say, you know, this uh, the lacto-fermentation process leads to, you know, better health, better immune system, better, you know, just your everything all around just seems like it. it's, I couldn't find a lot of bad things about it.
2: Well, uh, I I did get interviewed. Nothing really. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, is there any bad thing? Hmm. So you you want me to think of something? No, no, <laughs> so, no,
0: no. Keep it keep it going. I mean, well, I I think I'll tell us about like how did how did you even get
1: into this? I guess maybe yeah, yeah. a Step uh, back from that. I know just to give people a background on your story.
2: Well, I guess the biggest thing is I like uh, doing it myself. How about that? Start okay. off with that. And and you know I I did have cancer at fifteen you know that Clayton it's mm-hmm. it's and one of the things they did like is it is it bad to to bring up my cancer story or is it <laughs> I think
1: it's okay you lived no. it man get yeah, yeah. get all get
2: all high and mighty no I, you could say I, it I, I live through cancer and I'm a survivor <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's like you know through through the
1: <laughs> go ahead uh through the, ther-
2: through, the, through the therapies they they shot me with radiation in the face basically you know and it, and it you make it, it sound
1: affects- so pleasant
2: <laughs> right it was it was pretty bad i don't know four bouts of chemo and then the last bout of chemo had radiation of, for seven weeks and uh they they shot my face they shot my my head and, and whatnot but it, what it did is it destroyed my saliva gland so they're, it's very hard for them to produce saliva, which is the initial step of digestion. Is your saliva? So I've I've been using this because when bacteria eat sugar, they're put, producing enzymes, bacterial enzymes. Most of the supplements, I guess, they're produced by bacteria. Like MSG is a bacterial product. This this is all created by enzymes, and uh, and it, it helps me you know, because I can't produce them myself through my shitty saliva.
1: Right. The digestion process starts in the mouth with the saliva. So when you chew your food up, you're introducing stuff to help already break. It's already breaking down the food, correct? And releasing those enzymes that are in your saliva start breaking the food down so your stomach and intestines and whatnot can start absorbing the nutrients that are in the food. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much... uh...
1: So you're jump-starting this process because you're kind of making up for what you already lack in saliva because right. you, you know, and you, and it also makes it so you you eat slower too. I mean, cause you can't, it takes you longer just to, to sit down at the table and eat a, a meal. Right.
2: Well, the, the funny thing about it is, you know, if, if you have, if you know how to culture food and, and break the food down into what your body needs to, cause it's like, I don't know, this isn't my backstory or anything, I' have kind of gone off into the biochemical aspect, but it's like your your body isn't looking for carbohydrates it's not looking for protein it's not looking for fats, you know it's looking for fatty acid amino acid, and uh I don't know whatever the carbohydrates break into glucose or whatever
1: and our energy and and nutrients basically.
2: well it's like any anything you eat you have to break it down unless it's already broken down <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Right, M- Mama Bird pukes up her food, you know. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, well put, sir. Yeah. So, so I, you did. So then, after you went through, you know, what you went through with the cancer, then you started to do this, or was it during no, during it, it, during was, it was as it was a treatment? More
2: like a like I, I struggled a lot with with eating normal food and and trying to choke it down, and you know, well, it,
1: and that was like fourteen, fifteen years ago, right? So
2: so it, this wasn't I'm still still a dumbass high schooler, you know. And I was still a dumbass <laughs> till I was twenty five.
1: <laughs> so you've been doing this just for a few years, right?
2: Well I it was college like my third year in college or something, you know, and, and the uh the banker bailouts happened and I've been researching all this Ron Paul and free energy, uh, you know, just trying to absorb as much as I can on the internet to to you know, because I'm a big I like to do it myself, mm-hmm. you know. So, so you need to know your shit if you're <laughs> going to do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And this was the, one of the big things that really resonated with me because, I mean, domesticating bacteria, you know. Everything in human history is all about domesticating. The, the agriculture revolution is domesticating animals, domesticating plants, you know. Sure. But it's like...
1: <laughs> You've taken it a step further and actually domesticated the the,
2: well, the bacteria the food. It, it's it's more of a relearning because th- we've always domesticated bacteria. I mean, or and yeast, you know, to make right. beer. It isn't widely uh, known or available to the common people. It's always well, the businesses know. I mean, and and they don't tell anybody anything because they want to make money off of what they're doing. Which I do too, but. It's more about teaching people this lost art because to do it yourself is is a lot more satisfying than have other people do it for you
1: I see so i mean in this is getting i guess we could touch on some of the history of this stuff it's not this isn't something that as not i mean I, I was telling you the other day, actually we were at work talking, and I said. When you sell your probiotic orange juice, I said you have you already have ads on TV, and he kind of looked at me funny, and I was like, all those probiotic um, yogurts and all the stuff telling the ladies that it's going to make them regular is an advertising for your product because they see it and they'll go, oh, I've heard about this. It's it's this is good for you. You don't even have to tell them; they already know. And yeah, I think- the,
0: it's become a media thing that they're pushing <clears throat> that whole idea of probiotics, which is interesting because I I know in the doc you had posted a. You had linked a story about how some of that stuff is deceptive that's actually out there. About, I, I, I put that up there. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, yeah, I saw that. I it was was a Danon it. that had their yogurt that yeah. they were and saying, they had, oh, it improves your immune system? But really. It, right.
2: It had well, new, it had the
0: uh, label because it's, they couldn't
1: prove it. It's true. Well, the,
2: the interesting thing about capitalism is, is you make a lot more money if you can patent your own proprietary shit. You know, so, so you, you were so, saying
1: that people are actually trying to patent their own version of bacteria, right? Which
2: was, what, Bifidus bacterium or something like that? That the, That's the proprietary strain of Danin? And really, you know, there's so many different types of bacteria that it, they all basically do the same thing. I don't know.
0: Well, hold that thought because that's perfect time to take a quick break. Sweet. We'll Thanks for coming back. We're here with Lewis.
1: We're we're knee deep in a a, a probiotic conversation. Um
2: Hey, we're <laughs> saving the world, my friend.
1: I hope so. So we were we we're all lactobacilli and um, talking about whatnot, this and that. Well i I mean it's a, there's a long history of it and I I don't know if we were really heading in a direction or were you making a point before we break but or broke. It's it's this goes all the way back to ancient times, like the Egyptians made beer, and that's fermentation or zymology. As you were, is that right? Yeah, zymology. Yeah,
2: zymology. Sure.
1: Um, But like the Koreans uh, have done their version of it um, by making the kimchi. You said you called it stinky pink stinky pink goo.
2: No, that's not kimchi. That's that's fish sauce. Oh, Oh, you
1: were talking about the fish sauce when you called it. Okay,
2: but kimchi, you know, I I can't.
1: That's a fermented cabbage.
2: Yeah, I can't stand the spice though, but that's them.
1: Well, oh, you're pretty weak when it comes to hot sauce, aren't you?
2: Yeah, I am. Uh, oh yeah, I always I always blame my my dry mouth. How about that? I don't <laughs> work.
1: <laughs> you all, well, I can imagine if you didn't have the saliva, because when you're eating wings and stuff, you're really kicking up the saliva to sort of right. counteract the uh, the heat, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, bad, your eyes start
1: watering when it's real hot, you know. So that makes I, sense.
2: I tell you what, though, buttermilk. Can really flatten all that kind of stuff. Just
1: <laughs> you, he'll, he'll, he'll drink, <laughs> you drink like a half gallon of buttermilk a day.
2: Oh, it's, I, I I can't believe that that I am I'm, I'm doing that. You know,
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's good. Most it, people don't drink a, it though, do they?
2: No, I think that's pretty much the uh, the real reason why I'm going after because it's it's good and it's full of protein. It's and it's full of fat, and I just you know it's cheap shit. Come on. <laughs> It you, get of,
1: it for, you get it for ninety nine cents, right?
2: Yeah,
1: half gallon. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're. What else we have to hit on? Is there anything else in in the? So, well, yeah. Here's what I wanted to what? ask you: What do you use, or what are the products, or what do you need to actually start
0: a culture? And then, how do you keep it going? I guess. Yeah. What do I need to do if I want to start doing this tomorrow? What should I go buy? There you go, John.
2: Ooh, all right. Well, I guess the easiest way is. Well, see I, I I never tried to start my OJ from scratch, you know. It's always been some other thing that I had sitting around. I know I know my mom, she she makes her own yogurt, which I don't really agree with how she makes it cuz she uses heat. And I'm I'm more of a raw typer where I I don't want to cook anything that I eat because if you bring anything past like 114, it destroys the enzymes, which I want to say the important thing, importance of enzymes in your food. Everyone talks about vitamins and minerals, right? Well, they don't work for nothing if you don't have enzymatic reactions. You know, if if your enzymatic reactions are slow, you're you're wasting your money. You know. Okay, so you're so saying I,
1: you eat a vitamin, and you, if you don't have the uh, enzymes to break the vitamins and minerals down, right? You just you pass the vitamin before your body can absorb it.
2: Yeah, and, and it is the big thing why you have to drink a lot of water cuz you, your enzymes don't work when they're dry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, interesting. So well, anyways, what, what,
1: what did you use to start your I mean culture then? I mean, I know you kind of what you had laying around, but what is that they had laying around?
2: Well, uh I've been trying to uh to really make it a solid strain that I know what's in it because I'm I I know that everybody loves to just know what's in it you know mm-hmm. they they don't want surprises they just want to know what's in it and so i i've been trying to culture a probiotic pills that you get in health food stores you know these are the ones that sitting in the fridge and so far it it doesn't it, it they they ain't doing shit
1: <laughs> you can't get them to you can't get them to grow <laughs> is that what you're saying
2: yeah i can't get them to grow and it it'll probably change in a couple of days because i I started this a week ago and just left it in my fridge just to try and hopefully they they'll eat the orange juice, but they put ascorbate in their in their pills, which is vitamin C which is a preservative, and maybe that's got some effect to it, especially being in orange juice which's got vitamin C in it too. But uh but you can like what I started with was, you know, sauerkraut from from my German heritage. Okay. I don't know if that was a German accent. But, but. So, so when, when you
1: bring in your uh, when you bring in your your like uh, I don't know like your oatmeal that you have the honey and whatnot in or what do you I mean what do you actually you, do you keep a culture at home in a mason jar or something? It's
2: always that orange juice. That orange juice is just like what I always resort to. So that's what did like, you
1: where did you get the bacteria? To, where did you get the bacteria to start that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I Keep digging out.
1: No, that's them.
0: that's the secret.
2: Yeah, I have no, I I don't know. It's been so long that I just don't know. I'm okay. I'm sorry, sorry to say that, but you can get fermentation going in naturally. Okay, with, like uh,
1: ancient beer, right? Because they used to not right. know what made it that take off, but it was actually the yeast drifting through the air. Correct.
2: Yeah. So yeah. it could
1: have been it could have been an ancient Greek or mm. uh, or uh, uh, Egyptian. East.
2: I'm not trying to be mysterious about this shit. I, oh, okay. I really want you guys to know how to start your own cultures.
1: <laughs> we can look it up online.
2: No, no, no. It's gonna get right here, right here,
1: guys. Okay.
2: Uh, like I started with sauerkraut, right? Okay. And, uh, it basically you throw salt in a jar, sliced up cabbage, you know, and you wait.
0: <laughs> and you seal it, right? No air.
2: No, no worry. You don't want to get the mold to it. You could put it in the fridge and it'll still ferment. It'll just take longer. But but the, the salt will inhibit any kind of mold that's been growing on the cabbage. But lactobacillic bacteria are living on the cabbage, you know, when when they're out in the nature, you know. Okay. So So they're on the cabbage and they just start eating the stuff. Okay. So, so you can culture the lactobacillic that way and then, then use the juice from that or use the cabbage from that and... And start orange juice, but you still won't really know what's in it. I guess that's why Danny uh, tries I to, uh, to, to really what proprietorize, proprietorize your bacterial strains. Yeah.
1: Well, so that gets back to like what you said. You would like, that's why you're trying to do, to get a culture going from a probiotic pill. So you know the origin, mm-hmm. I guess, and yeah, you know I- the type or whatever it is.
2: Yeah. Okay. But it's see, see, even then, you know, competition within those cultures will would probably weed out probably half of them. But I don't know; that's totally pulled out of my butt. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I'm no, sorry. Because it's, uh,
2: it's competitive, and they'll kill each other, you know.
1: Okay. Well, that's it's still interesting though that that's what it kind of how you do it. It's it's not a um, it's kind of, it's kind of neat in that it's it's almost mysterious or it's sort of you just it's a natural process that. Still, sort of seems to be um, not. Most folks probably don't completely understand. I guess, and right. that makes sense. I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, it's a very. I don't know. I call it a. It's a spiritual food. It's a spiritual food. It's a slow you know?
1: food too, right?
2: Yeah, you got fast food, freaking fatties eating McDonald's all day, and that's not spiritual food. That's just prepackaged. You know, you know what you're gonna get. And you're you're gonna be. That's what you get for your money. But with, well,
1: when you eat highly processed foods, this is something else. Like your body, you actually, your body ends up on a, on a vitamin and mineral, like a mineral loss because you actually have to, your body leeches from yeah, itself it, it to takes, break down the shitty, shitty food. Yeah, right?
2: when, you eat, when you eat this stuff, it's like, it, it saps your ability to break down food because it's, it's, it's not being digested with anything and it's fucking sterile. <laughs> it's, it's sterile food, you know. It's not living; it's dead. So, okay. you if you are what you eat, you know, eat, eating dead food, you're gonna be dead. How about that? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, but it,
1: like it leeches for you. Leech, like you, you, you start to leach the stuff that your body needs just to to synthesize the vitamins, and minerals, because it yeah. normally it would use its own content, right? The food itself. I guess you know, when I was talking to Kurt last night, he brought up. He said, "You become what you eat." <laughs> And he meant it. it. Like, so if you constantly feed yourself um, alcohol and and, and and bad food, you know, processed foods, chips and fast food, and you don't eat whole grains and fruits and vegetables and um, good food, you your cells, because you're constantly regenerating your cells, you sort of become what you eat. And that, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know, to the extent of it's the complete truth of you are well, what you uh, eat. Well, what, what,
2: what the hell does that mean to be a... To be a Big Mac.
1: <laughs> well, it means... Are you going to be a Big Mac? <laughs> do you think... I bet I could ID, ID a Big Mac out in society. <laughs> do, 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 I don't mean... I, I, but what his point was such that your your cells... Your body is constantly growing or you know regenerating itself. And if you're not giving it anything that it needs, it sort of kind of puts itself on high alert. You start... I don't know. It's just bad things sort of have a tendency to happen. And I think we're going to well, see that. People are going to start realizing diet is related to a lot of the medical conditions that people have, or all of them.
2: I wish it was kind of as simple as that, but it's like you could, you could eat vegetables, fruits and vegetables and whole grains all you want. But, but if they don't have like the, the uh, trace minerals that help build the more complex enzymes.
1: Like strontium?
2: Right. That's well, for,
1: for bone health? I heard that one the other day I, I did
0: <laughs> I just figured you're, you're looking at a chart on your no, computer did. I, and I you actually, just picked one I
1: listened to a podcast the yeah, other day I, they were talking about strontium and I was like I've never heard of I mean I've heard of strontium but I didn't know it was you know a vital part of bone health sure. just as calcium is But
2: I so. guess I guess that's the disconnect anyways I mean I, I'm not sure about all the uh, the trace mineral stuff but it's if we're just going to feed these plants KPH all day and and think that these plants are going to be healthy to eat. So what's that? Eat? Phosphates, you know,
1: potassium, and what else? KPH right. and hydrogen. Is that just fertilizer, basically?
2: Right. That's what they feed it day in and day out. You know, and it's and I think that the reason why we have to use so many pesticides for them to grow to grow good is because they don't have these these other ones that are lacking in the soils, but. That's something yep. that, uh, I don't know. Joel Wallach talks about. A yeah.
0: little wonky there, Lou. <laughs>
2: yeah? Oh, yeah. Is that wonky? Yeah. Oh,
0: no, no. we are got, we're got some digitally, uh, Skype problems here. Yeah.
2: Oh, I was just bringing up, uh, Joel Wallach. He talks a lot about colloidal minerals and trace minerals and shit. Like, like how, um. <laughs> how. He's still here?
1: Yeah, you're still here, buddy.
2: All right, all right. Well, like, uh,. Like how gray hair uh, premature gray hair is caused by a copper deficiency, something like that that's joel Wallach huh. i don't know if that's wonky, but
1: <laughs> good use of the word yeah
2: <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> nice. uh, well it's it's something to look into anyway i mean sure. I, there's a lot of trace minerals out there
1: okay i don't know how much more i mean is there anything else that you wanted to um to talk about or uh, bring up. I mean, I, I think we're pretty much ready to wrap this up, John. What do you say? Sure. Okay. I I don't know. I don't well, know. Well,
2: uh, getting... I want to ask. You, did I clear up anything about like how to start it yourself or whatnot?
1: Was it the cabbage in the? Uh,
2: yeah, the Salt
1: and, and jar. And a mason jar. Yeah. So
2: yeah. And make some, some water. Make some pure sour. water. You can also do like makes make, make way.
1: I don't have a lactating woman around, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry,
0: our butt our um uh, camel like dropped you off you on can, us for a second. Or you could
2: use my juice.
0: Okay. Oh so you could actually just
1: keep your juice and then make your own orange juice, add a little bit of your juice to you, the orange juice and just let it set out for cat's an afternoon. Out of,
2: cats out of the bag, isn't it?
1: And that's what all that's all you have to do, right? And yeah, you can pretty go to Foothills you. Organics and buy it, buy it for three dollars and ninety cents. And then please return the bottle. Is that correct?
2: <laughs> well, uh, I really would like to, to make it as cheap as Coke, man. That's that's my goal.
1: Well, I think we'll, I'll help you with that, man. We'll have to work on a system, figure out how we can get that stuff bottled, get your label, uh, figure out a good way to label that, and get it out there for the masses. Yeah, baby. All right. And, John, uh, you there still? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: I'll just... Uh, Stay tuned for like because uh, this is just orange, what, you know right
1: right well we were talking about you making something else too, weren't we i I thought I feel like we, there was something else that I thought that I thought would make a really neat another good product that that you I think would be marketable. What was it? do you remember it was like a, a strawberries or something like that?
2: Well, I could definitely move on to different fruit, but uh i I like functional food for sure, and um. Uh, you know, we do live in the Midwest, so it's like, what do they call the Midwest? I don't know. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been looking at a lot of fucking uh, doctors and stuff talking about iodine. You know, you know, you know Clayton
1: Yeah, I've, we've I, been down this road. We'll have to have I, you on again to talk about that.
2: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I want to infuse iodine with with one of my drinks.
1: Oh right, you because you had your uh, like he had twenty thousand servings. 20, or no,
2: 20, 21,000 times the RDA dose in, in one drop that I made. <laughs>
1: of iodine.
2: Which, you know, I think the RDA lowballs it.
1: But it wasn't like you were going to eat that all at once, but he made like, literally it was like four ounces of liquid where one drop was like a super co- concentrated iodine. And that would be like, you know, like the stuff that they give, um, like in case of a radiation attack. You'd eat this certain kind of iodine to help you protect your body from radiation poisoning. do you know do you ever see any of that John uh, so that's what he yeah, kind of got, yeah, and then that. sort of he's figuring out a way to fuse that into uh, um a drink
2: oh, cool yeah well uh, it, things are looking good because i I did drop a did a couple of drops into my uh my personal stash, and the bacteria they didn't do nothing i mean they're they're still just living it up like they usually do.
1: So and you you always you check your you check your drinks with a microscope to see if the the bacteria are living too so
2: yeah they're they're definitely in there crawling around i and <laughs> and you know what i I did see what the bigger uh protists look like, and I don't really ever see any of those in there.
1: what is protists?
2: they're they're bigger than on yeast oh, okay. I mean you got yeah. the smallest is pretty much bacteria and viruses and you get a little bigger little bigger you get yeast and the protists are the, the things that eat all that kind of okay. stuff Yeah, like parameciums and, and stuff like that Neat. neato, Mad yeah. science.
0: neato. <laughs> so we can if we want to get your OJ we just got to go to Foothill Organics in Utica
1: and yes. ask them for uh, Juno Orange, Orange Juno,
2: and uh, what, what could I say to say to Gerard? I mean, Gerard's the guy that runs the place. I mean, he's a good dude. You say, hey, say hey. I was sent here by Lewis. Yeah, or the really And type. don't
0: forget, and it says according to your label, don't shake, swirl. All right.
2: <laughs> yep, Wait. is that uh, two, two cheese balls? No, <laughs> it makes I sense I to me. Am I going to have to that one? No, <laughs> I
1: like it. And maybe the next time you head down there, we'll have to give you an IV pod sticker to, to slap up on the or the cash register or something. Yeah,
2: right.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That seems That's they clear. they seem to talk our language. I bet down there. So
2: awesome. Right yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, this is the big mo- shift. You know, is you gotta you gotta start going local with your stuff. I mean, if you care about sustainability and you know, culturing a, a strong society, you're gonna have to go local. I can yeah. appreciate
1: that. After yeah, definitely. There's. There's a need to be, um, especially eat local. I think is a big one, and there's no reason that people in the Midwest should be eating poorly, considering we live in the uh, the most beautiful part of the the whole entire world, in my opinion, of for for healthy food and vegetables and 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 ed, I mean education and everything. And we got everything right at our fingertips. You just have to use it.
2: Sure enough. Uh-huh. Wasn't that and, pretty? Uh,
1: that sounded good. That
0: was that was lovely.
1: Thanks, John.
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta put that up on your your website. Man. I I think I've
1: said it on a previous episode, but that's I believe it. I I really do. I don't think there should be any kids out there that have, you know, bad teeth because they don't eat properly, or you know what I mean. Like they're they're it just doesn't. It baffles my mind. I don't know. I don't know. So that's all I got. I don't know. Do you have any other questions, John? I'm good. All right. Thanks a lot, Lewis. Um, Whoop. Well, I think we actually just lost him. That's perfect.
0: <laughs> That's <funny.
1: laughs> he, we, he doesn't get a closing. A uh, closing. He doesn't get to say closing. It. I he think just we up pretty well. So.
0: All right. Well, here I'm gonna. We're gonna take a quick break. I feel bad. That's. It's all hopefully. right. All right. We'll be back. back from uh, from yeah we're back I, I just we just wrapped up our interview yes we did yes we did we're trying to
1: come off that that was deep
0: that was yeah the seeds uh, to the uh, home listeners we have some weird ways we edit these video or podcast together so we're a little bit thrown off gear right now so we're trying to get back into the swing of this that makes no sense to everybody listening so I'm gonna shut up now yeah <laughs> Moving
1: on. Yes. So what we had, we do, we do our normal. We're going to do our normal segments, our podcasts of the week, our tweets of the week, maybe a little calling out of uh, some uh, other tweeters locally. And I think that's going to be it. I, I don't yep, know if we had anything it. else to talk about this week. Do you want to jump in? Do you want to do the pods first, or do you want to do the tweets first?
0: Let's do the. Uh... I don't care.
1: Sounded like you were going to say pods. I uh, Let's do the let's pods. Do pods.
0: Yeah. Let's yeah, do yeah.
1: pods. So okay. um, the Illinois Valley Gaming Societies are actually, those guys are actually coming out with a few more episodes. Um, looks like they're on Podbean now, so keep an eye out for them. If you look up their website, you can find it. Did you have any more info on them? I know I saw the Podbean thing today, so that was pretty
0: cool. I'm sorry. What are we talking about here? I'm the, totally off.
1: The Illinois Valley Gaming Society podcast. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. They're, they're un- totally, uh, and they got their own Twitter handle now uh, yeah. at Nerdy Underscore Directive. Right.
1: So the Nerdy Directive podcast is on. They got they're on Podbean like we are, but they're 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 working on getting all sh- situated and whatnot.
0: Yeah, and they're 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 working on another. See the the production studio that makes the Nerdy Directive is simply Wicked Radio. Right. That's and they you can. Find them on Facebook and, and I think Twitter, too. And you, they're working on another local Illinois Valley podcast, which is going to be about local musicians, I believe. So that's going to be coming. We'll have soon. to keep
1: our eye on that, uh, the moving yeah. and shaking. And on the world. The podcast, you know, outside of the Illinois Valley, uh, Mark Maron this week is having on the WTF pod, is having his 300th episode. So that's pretty exciting. He had like last week he he replayed his hundredth episode and then he replayed his two hundredth episode, which I recommend. It was with my Mike Mer, Mike Burbiglia interviews him. That one's pretty interesting. And then just another one ones that I've listened to in the last I mean in a couple probably the last month or so. I don't think I brought this one up the last time we met talked. Radio Lab, uh which is W N Y C Radio Lab podcast, had uh Radio Lab remixed. Where they had listeners actually submit remixed versions of episodes, oh cool, in chunks, and I I highly recommend, especially to you, mashups, mashup. I recommend the the one. It is probably one of the coolest bits of editing I've ever heard, and this this guy probably dumped I don't know like forty hours into making like (laughs) a seven minute clip, and it is amazing. Uh, It's absolutely
0: amazing. Like, so they just posted it as a podcast. Uh huh.
1: It's it's a. it's a short. They have episodes where they call them shorts. It's only a twenty-six minute episode, and they play like the top three remixed eps that they do. And it's not like that they're functioning episodes. They're more like songs.
0: Okay. Cool. Um,
1: then the one that one, it's it super neat. Uh, just he he kind of it, and it almost like came about organically, and it's just really cool. And then kind of related to our interview we just did um, with Lewis, uh, Joe Rogan did an interview with, above all people, Tommy Chong, which makes sense since they're both kind of in that same realm of culture. He gets into what it's like. He's he's living with cancer now. He has um, uh, prostate cancer and what he's doing to deal with that, and some of the cures that he talks about. It's not all about weed and whatnot. It's actually, um, he talked about going to prison, and uh, it's a very interesting episode, and, and he, he's just, a he's a hilarious, I mean, it not, not like a, a, you know, kind of a pot joke kind of humor. He actually kind of has just a good feel about him, like a happy tone. He just seems like a, a pretty neat guy, so um, I enjoyed that interview, too. So those are my podcasts of the week. Um,
0: or, yeah, I really don't have much to add for podcasts. I think in terms of podcasts I've been eh, not just kind of sticking to the usuals I, I, Right on. a lot of techie stuff lately. Uh there's tech I mentioned it over and over again. I think uh tech news today is podcasts where they just talk about techie stuff that's going on. So it seems like I, I seem like I know a lot about all the latest smartphones and stuff like that that's coming out. Uh what good that does me, I don't know. But right. I like I still like it. Right. I like it though. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, and then now we got. What do we? Let's jump into the tweets. Uh, we we did have a little bit of complaining. Uh, I think we should hit on this first, so then we can add a, end on a positive note. The Twitter handles out there that tweet Facebook links with no comment. Oh. Um, yeah. No. Stop it. It's it's very annoying. We want to follow you. You know, we want to support your Twitter feed. But when you do this, it makes it unbearable. Um, and I'm talking to a, mainly one. And I, do we call him out? Is that okay?
0: I think you. It's fair.
1: Okay, S- Starve Rock Country, um, and it's an abbreviated name: um, Starved without the e, and Country without the ou. Starve Rock Country at Starve Rock Country, just tweets Facebook links for the most part. But they did tweet the um, 190 North video. It was a TV show, I think, on ABC. In Chicago they had a comment they in a feature, there with it. They did a feature on uh, uh Ottawa, which was cool, but so they it's not all little... bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's not just them. It's not just them. Yeah. Other other people are doing it. I think at Utica, Illinois, I saw is doing it and you know, other people do it. It it's some kind of automatic thing. It's not like they're going into Twi- Twitter and tweeting these links. It's it's a feature of Facebook, I think, where they just go and they they have the option to they have their account, their Twitter account, linked with their Facebook account. So if they post something on Facebook, it automatically posts the same thing in Twitter, but right. it posts it as a link, and that's it. So there's ways around the this. Link. Like yeah. um, WLPO, if anybody follows uh, WLPO, what are they? their handle, I forget, at WLPO or something L-L-P-O like WLPO that.
1: WLPO News maybe, I think.
0: I, yeah, and um, so they're good at that because they do post a lot of videos and stuff on Facebook. But then when they repost it on Twitter, at least they've got a, like a, a sentence or so that says yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. something about what their the link is. So yeah. I, I'm cool with that. It's just when it's just a straight Facebook link, right? That's kind of a, you just they, kind of they, s- skip over it.
1: They do a really good job, and they actually they they were they were first on uh, WLPO and News Review, and them they're all one news group. They were the first to report the uh, fire at simcoe
0: yeah there's a lot of good content and coverage of that mm-hmm.
1: and there they're actually a Twitter handle not that it matters if you just search w l p o um, you can find it, but it 's a m twelve twenty wlpo which is a good good twitter handle, so okay, cool uh, but we have our uh, on the do so we 're done ragging on the uh, <laughs> on the star rock country folks we 're sorry yes. but, and now
0: the tweets of the Week.
1: Good job, John. Thanks.
0: <laughs> All right. So we've got uh, a tweeter of the week, but we've got a couple runner-ups. So where should we start? Well, two uh, of them kind of are related, so we'll we'll talk about them separately. Sure. So, uh, uh, at, we'll take it away. Well, we had
1: uh, – definitely we had the Olympics starting up, but one – another thing was the – disc golf thing we've been kind of t- talking about this periodically on our episodes i think we've pretty much been consistent but ottawa's very own uh dana vici uh at dana disc golf on twitter he tweeted that he just repeated as runner-up at the illinois state disc golf championship uh he, it sounds like he, it says awful first round good second okay so that's good i thought that was really neat and you know he's from the area and he and just a couple weeks ago uh he tweeted a picture of himself. Uh, Holding up the uh, Indiana State Championship. So, um, neat. Yeah. So he, he, he won those titles. Uh, pretty, pretty neat. I, 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 and it's cool. He's a runner up two years in a row in Illinois. So there must be someone out there that's beating him or something. But, uh, you know, good for him. Yeah. He's a runner up in Illinois. Uh, Alex Hermacio won in Illinois. But hey, yeah, there's a cash prize and everything. So he, he, can, we can brag that Ottawa's, uh, very own, won the state title two very years. Very good. In. Yeah.
0: So we also have, now these, the next two, the, the Tweeter of the Week or Tweet of the Week and another runner-up are related because they're actually a brother and sister combo that you can find on Twitter. So we'll start with at Ponies and Pizza with honorable mention for her tweet. When I watch a swimmer do the butterfly, I imagine myself attempting it. But when my arms hit the water they rip out of my shoulder sockets. <laughs> so this she's you know, we, we had to mention uh Amanda on er, on Twitter because she's posts a lot of tweets and they are funny. So if you don't follow at Ponies and Pizza and that's ponies P O N I E S A N D P I Z Z A uh it she is definitely a person to follow. She is funny. So and I enjoyed uh, her tweets and her brothers uh, through the Olympics, uh, the opening ceremony more than the opening ceremony itself. So and so with that, it's worth mentioning the winner or the tweet of the week uh, at Phony Grunewald with his tweet. According to opening ceremonies, most famous Englanders, Kenneth. And how how do I say his last name? Branagh. (laughs) Branagh. J.K. Rowling, Bond, Beckham, and Bean. Uh, it was a good, good short suite. Uh, right.
1: So this is our for the first time that we've had a brother and sister duo uh, almost sweep our tweets of the week.
0: Yes, yes, and these maybe not weren't necessarily their best tweets during the Olympics, but you know they jumped out at me, and I, they they needed to be mentioned, and they needed to, to get some kind of recognition because they tweet a lot of good stuff. Congratulations to Tony. At phonygrunewald.com. No, not com. What am I talking about? I'm so I don't know what's up with me tonight, Clayton. <laughs> tired. Long weekend, up. buddy. It is a long weekend. Hot. hot long hot. and busy. Yeah. Did we have anything else we wanted
1: to talk about, John?
0: Well do we? I think
1: we're about ready to wrap this up. I, I think. No,
0: I keep seeing this picture on our doc that you posted. I'm sorry. Thank
2: you.
1: Um I had to show John the picture of the woman. And guys out there from the eighties um will remember there's a certain woman in a certain movie um that's coming back out again this year and she had an extra Appendage Appendage Um organ, if you will, or
0: uh, She's got three
1: boobs. She's got yeah, she got three boobs. And <laughs> she's in total recall, so they're re releasing it and I had to show John the new three boobed woman. Yes. <laughs> so and he enjoyed it thoroughly it sounds like (laughs) whoa come on that anybody remembers that that was always the scene in that movie where you're like whoa especially when you're like i don't know 13 or however old we were when it came out
0: it was pretty awesome yeah
1: gosh i mean does it get any better than that (laughs) i didn't even know they could do that and you know they did
0: where'd they find
1: her yeah, I know, to find a freak like that out in the public and just, <laughs> it came out in 1990, so we were, what, nine, ten years old when that dropped, when that movie oh, yeah. came out, so, and I can't believe they're making a new
0: one, but we'll see. Oh, it looks good, though. It does. It does it? Yeah, Did I know. Did you Sherry's know they like... made
1: a TV series? Oh, that I
0: didn't know. The no. series, says, huh, hmm. 2070
1: Machine Dreams. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, Cause... no, it does look good, though, huh?
0: Yes, I want to see it very much. No no Mars stuff. It's all on Earth. So looks good. Cool. Could be good. We'll see. So yeah, I guess I guess we'll uh, we'll call it a show. To, yeah, uh, let's wrap this up. Today. Mail at IvyPod, Ivy, Pod, Ivy on Twitter, Ivy Pod on Facebook. Big thanks to at N T underscore LaSalle, Matt Baker for the article. We are excited to read it. it should be coming out in our time, in our world. It's coming out tomorrow. So, but everybody else will should have already seen it. So, cool beans. And uh, thanks again to Lewis. Big thanks. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, and if you're curious about his uh, juice, you can get it at the Foothills Organic Store in Utica. And uh, yeah, I think it gets about four bucks for a bottle. And it sounds like he he gave away his secret. He did. He so. actually, if you add a little bit of his juice to a big bottle of juice and let it set you can make your own probiotic oj off of what I got to cut you
0: off there Clayton don't tell anybody it's a secret <laughs> a little technical difficulty <laughs> there sorry Okay no, sorry.
1: <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know where you're getting no. Uh yeah we are... you can it sounds pretty neat though like he said it's the ultimate slow food and I don't think he's trying to get super rich off it but you never know
0: Right So uh yeah check it out That's all we got
1: Yep yeah, I'll see you guys uh hopefully in a couple weeks I'm going on vacation this week um yeah and i it'll be august and hopefully it'll cool off soon we hope so yep and it'll rain too we need rain or else things are going to get bad okay all <laughs> right on, on that <laughs> that sounds we're terrible out. yeah we're yeah. out see you guys see ya They right. do. Um, they do poop transplants. They
2: take.
1: <laughs> they take healthy poo from someone and put it in their. And it and it gets them going.
2: It's poo. Poo biotics.
1: Yeah, have you ever heard of that, John? <laughs>